All right, who loves a summer barbecue as much as I do? Listen, if you want to impress everyone with some super yummy dishes, you need ButcherBox in your life. ButcherBox is my go-to subscription box that delivers high-quality meat and seafood to your door with free shipping always. And I'm talking high-quality cuts at an amazing value. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. We are saving so much money every month with ButcherBox over going to the grocery store and buying meat and seafood and saving a lot of time. But get this, last month we saved nearly $200. I also love that ButcherBox curates these tips and recipes that are based on your box so you know what to cook. I made the most amazing steak with a basil sauce the other night. And oh, let me tell you, my friends all raved at how amazing it tasted. I'm definitely going to be pulling that recipe out. If you want great meat and seafood in your life, you need ButcherBox. Sign up for ButcherBox today by going to butcherbox.com etm and use code etm at checkout and enjoy your choice of bone-in chicken thighs, top sirloins, or salmon in every box for an entire year, plus get $20 off. Again, that's butcherbox.com etm and use code etm. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi. 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. Okay, I'm gonna leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at T-Mobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton Honors membership required for 15% discount terms and conditions apply. So it's summer, you may have light hours, maybe you even have a Friday off, and you're trying to figure out, how do I actually get my money in check this summer? I'm Shauna Compton-Game, this is Millennial Money, and today we're talking your summer money checklist and a happy birthday lightning round. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. It's my birthday! Happy birthday to me. Um, I'm normally not like this. I'm normally fairly humble when it comes to my birthdays, but this year, you know, it feels like it feels like the right time to celebrate. I have had so many different ups and downs over the last year. A lot of them I have talked about on this podcast. I have struggled with depression and anxiety the last few years. And last year, it felt like a monster grip on me. And at the same time, the podcast was booming. Things were going great. We just, I mean, so many great career things happen. And it's so weird to me that life can be like that, that you've got this like one track that everything is going great and amazing. And this other track that just feels like shit. <laughs> There's really no other way to put it. And I I struggled this last year with those two different emotions and really felt like I spent most of the year kind of in this brain fog. If you've ever struggled with depression and anxiety, you know what I'm talking about. I just, 
I, I, I couldn't see out and every single thing affected me. I mean, I would cry at the most ridiculous things and Somewhere around December, we were actually at a mall shopping and we went in this store that had all these dogs. And I have been like the biggest anti-dog person. I love cats. I've had cats. Um, my very, very favorite cat, her name was Sophie. She was just beautiful, like this white fluffy fur. And she had this cute little uh, kind of like gray birthmark on her nose. I loved her. She lived for about 10 years and passed away about eight years ago. And ever since I've sort of felt, I don't know, a little, I don't know if empty is the word, but just, I really miss her. And oh, I don't know, we walked in the store with these puppies and I just looked at this puppy and I looked at Jeff and I was like, that's it. I need a puppy. Like a puppy is something that it's like a therapy dog for me so that I feel like I can I don't know, I can love something in a different way and that I can maybe deal with depression and anxiety. And ever since then, I've been completely obsessed, like completely obsessed on Instagram with puppies, puppy pictures. Like my entire Instagram feed is puppies because it actually makes me feel better. I, I can't explain it. There's something about like right now, I don't have a puppy yet. I'm still kind of in that lusting phase, but I look at these pictures of these puppies and I just feel happy. Like I feel free. I feel like I can deal with the world. And whenever something kind of like crazy or a crazy thought comes in my head, I look at the puppy picture and I just am, I don't know, I'm like brought back to reality. So that's a really long way to explain. Of course, there were a lot more details that went on in the last year, but um, that's really where I was and kind of what I was struggling with. And this podcast was like, I, this podcast is for me like therapy. I don't know what it is about being able to talk to you. I don't know you. I can't see you. We're not sitting having a one-on-one -on -one conversation and yet we are. And I think there's something really cool about that. And you've also embrace that. You've helped build the podcast. You've helped spread the word about the podcast. You help me to do what I do every single time I come back to recording a new podcast episode. And so I just, I don't know, I just really want to say thank you because you've kept me in a good place. And so this year I feel like I'm out of that brain fog. I am not, you know, 100% done with depression and anxiety. I'm not sure it ever really all goes away, but I feel good. I feel like I'm in a good place. And so I'm really happy about that. And I'm excited to celebrate. And probably as you listen to this episode, we are going to Palm Springs for my birthday to have a couple of days to just relax by the pool. And of course, it's going to be like 117 on my birthday, which is insane. So the only logical thing you can do is just be in the pool and have kind of a frosty drink and I don't know. That's sort of the way I guess I, I like celebrating my birthday. So um, I'm sending you lots of love and joy and happiness on this day, and hopefully you're sending it back to me. So I was inspired for this episode based off an Ask Shauna question, and this question came from Bryce. And Bryce said, so I know I should be using my summer Friday hours to check some items off my money to-do list, but when I sat down last week to look at my list, it was pretty small. The problem is I just don't know where to start with money tasks and I get so overwhelmed that I just don't start. And then things never seem to get done. I'm in my mid-30s, I have a decent job, but I'm still living pretty much paycheck to paycheck. 
Not because I don't make enough money. I think it's because I'm not really looking at my money each month. It's just the same old, same old every month. I want to feel at least like I've accomplished something with my finances this summer. Can you help give me a little direction, pretty please? So I love that question, and I thought, why not make a whole episode out of that? Um, I think it makes sense, really, Bryce, to talk through some of the items uh, on this episode to hopefully inspire you to work on your summer money checklist. You know, a lot of you might have summer hours. You may have a, a light day on Friday. It's a good time to just go through some of these things with your money. It's not going to take a long time. These are like really easy to accomplish items. You don't have to do them all at once. You can pace yourself. You can do things like in 10 minute spurts, you know, whatever you need to do to get through some of these things. And these are just ideas that I'm going to talk about. You can come up with whatever works for you, whatever you want to accomplish this summer, even if it's just like one little tiny thing. That's so great. It's one action, one thing that you've put into into practice or or into solving or into thinking about, and it's moving you forward whether you feel like you're moving forward or not. So the first thing I think we're we need to start, which is where I really start with everybody, is to check in on your goals or set them if you don't have any of them. So let me give you a little like cheat sheet on how to check, refine, and work towards your goals. So goals sound like something that are easy, right? But I find a lot of people struggle with the goals because you can easily get stuck in like, this goal has to be permanent. And if I don't accomplish this goal, I'm not successful. And really goals are quite the opposite. They should be flexible and fluid. So I think where you should start is create a list of short-term. I usually think about short-term as 12 months or less, but you can define your own short-term, long-term goals, and then long-term goals. And make sure you include not only what the goal is, but how much the goal will cost you and what you're going to do to actually achieve that goal. So you need an action plan around the goal. Otherwise, I found they're just a list of things that you want to do that you stare at all the time that you never accomplish. So you know, whether it's a trip or it's buying a house or, or even if it's something really simple, what are the actions that you're going to take to achieve that goal? And remember, goals can change from month to month, from week to week, from day to day. So make sure your budget that you have always reflects these changes. It may be better to think of maybe an easy goal you can reach each month rather than setting harder goals that are going to take you longer to accomplish. So if you set these kind of easy goals, then you're going to be more uh, you're going to just have more motivation to go through them, to start checking them off. You're going to start seeing progress. And the way we mentally think about this stuff is when we can start to see progress, that's when we're like, okay, I'm committed to this. I'm committed to doing whatever it takes to achieve this goal. But it's just like debt payoff. If you think about it, if you've ever had to pay off a big amount of debt, you stare at that massive amount of debt and you're making payments, making payments, and it feels like nothing is happening. That's why I often suggest, you know, attack your smallest debt first because you're going to actually see something happening and it does wonders in your brain. It just reignites, I think, the reasoning behind why you're doing this. But you got to find a system that works for you to reach and track your goals. You know, some people find a note posted on the fridge or the bathroom mirror is motivation enough. 
Others might like a financial app or check-ins, you know, with someone, whether it's a partner, a friend, a financial professional who can really keep you on track. But if you don't regularly engage with your goal, it's just easy to forget about it or to think that it's not going to happen or to give up. So, you know, even if you created a goal list at the beginning of the year, this is such a great time to go back and just look at it and look at it with, you know, I, I give yourself some grace, I would say. You know, if you look at your list and you're like, wow, I haven't done anything on this list, like, yeah, it's okay. It's not a big deal. At least you looked at the list again. You know what you're trying to achieve and you just start, you know, going going forward. I think the next thing uh, on our summer money checklist that's easy to forget, I find myself forgetting to do this all the time and I have to remind myself so I can remind you is to check in on your credit score. If you've never looked at your credit score before, now is the time to do it. Um, just a little primer. Credit scores range from 300 to 850. Why does this matter? The better the credit score, the lower the interest rate you're going to get. The lower interest rate you're going to get, the lower amount of money you're going to pay for the whatever you're purchasing, whether it's a house, a car, even for credit cards, they're all going to have interest rates, but better credit scores get lower interest rates. And you tend to have a little bit more negotiating power with the credit card company. So it matters. It matters greatly because... If you're overspending for something just because your credit score is bad, it just sets this whole precedent through kind of your financial future. So if you can really work to better your credit score or to understand why your credit score might be affected, then you can change all of the different payments you have. I mean, you can it really can make a difference in your finances. So a little cheat sheet, some kind of simple credit score cleanup strategies I want you to bookmark these sites, and these are some great ones where you can check your credit score for free. So Credit Karma, Credit Sesame, you may have heard of those. Nerd Wallet, we talk about a lot on this podcast. You can even check your score daily without it impacting your credit score. So if you check your credit score, it does not damage your credit score. Only when third party, like let's say you're applying for a loan, you're applying for a student loan, you're applying for a credit card. When they check your credit, it's what's called a hard credit inquiry, and it will impact your credit score. Not dramatically, but it will, and the more you have in a short period of the time, the more impact, negative impact, it will have on your credit score. So a little bit more about your credit score after we hear this quick word from our podcast episode sponsor. Big thanks to our podcast episode sponsor, Brooklinen. Okay, let's talk about sleep. I don't know about you, but there are nights where I found myself tossing and turning. I just, I wasn't feeling well rested every day and it was affecting every part of me when I woke up. I just wasn't being productive. And so a couple of months ago, I thought, you know what, I need to upgrade our nightly routine and find something that is going to help me sleep better. And I have been sleeping on Brooklyn and sheets now for a couple of months, and they're awesome. I mean, they're breathable, really soft to the touch. It's like a complete luxury experience without the big markup price, which is what I love. Brooklyn was founded in 2014, actually by a millennial couple, and they really wanted to create the most beautiful and comfy home essentials without those crazy prices. Brooklinen is also the fastest growing bedding brand in the world with over 20,000 five-star reviews of happy sleepers just like me, and they were even named the winner of the best 
of online bedding category by Good Housekeeping. They have so many colors and patterns to choose from. You can mix and match. That's what we did. We chose a different comforter and different sheets so we can kind of get something a little bit funky. But you have to do yourself a favor and try these sheets because my Brooklyn and sheets, they really are the best, most comfortable sheets I have ever slept on. And I'm sleeping so much sounder. I know it sounds crazy, but the sheets, they totally make a difference. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You can get $20 off and free shipping when you use my promo code MYMONEY at brooklinen.com. And Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use my promo code MYMONEY at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com slash MYMONEY. Brooklinen really are the most comfortable sheets. So tell me, what are your money goals that you have for this year? Maybe you're like me and endlessly looking for a house to buy and you're focused on saving for a down payment or you're drooling over traveling somewhere tropical this year and you want to save to pay for it, or you're ready to leave your job and build your own business. So you're going to need some startup funds. Whatever your goals are this year, Monarch can help you reach them. In fact, the Wall Street Journal named Monarch the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress towards financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. What I love about Monarch is its simple and easy customizable design, so the dashboard can look exactly the way you want it to. I'm also a big fan of creating custom budgets for things like travel. It's one of my favorite money tips. And Monarch lets you do this so easily. This is such a great way to stay motivated when you've got a lot of money goals. You can easily track your progress with every dollar that you save or spend. Remember, your brain loves to see progress and you should celebrate it when you're saving money. And honestly, I am so focused on privacy, so I really admire that Monarch will never sell your data to third parties. This means a lot to me, and it should mean a lot to you as well. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of the show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I know I'm a bit biased, but honestly, I think I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a golden mountain doodle and she is full of spunk and fun and she's never met a ball she does not love. I honestly, I would do anything for Winnie and she has enriched my life so much. I can confidently say Winnie is absolutely one of the most priceless purchases I have ever made. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. In today's world, we insure a lot, from cars and homes to cell phones and even travel plans. But what about insurance for your cat or dog? With ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. This is what I call smart spending because, let's be real, those vet bills, they can be expensive. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program, they've been around for about 18 years, 
And they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping ensure your pet's plan is unique as they are. Because vet bills, they can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. You use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTC Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. I have to tell you about my new obsession, Notion, our sponsor today. Notion has single-handedly changed how I do life for the better. I use Notion for all my daily journaling so I can keep it all in one spot. I also keep all our favorite recipes that are budget-friendly in Notion so I can easily sort and find the ones I love and easily create fast grocery lists. And okay, one of the best uses of Notion, you can create a template for your money dates and track your goals right in Notion. Seriously, Notion is a game changer. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but really getting inspired. It's an AI-powered workspace. It turns knowledge into action. You can use Notion to summarize meeting notes and auto-generate action items, get answers to questions in minute, and you can make all of your money tasks so much easier. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, freelance designer, starting a new startup, a student juggling classes and clubs, or just somebody really wanting to get your life together. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters. Notion.com slash etm and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash etm. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. You can also go to annualcreditreport.com where you can get your credit report for free. You're not actually going to be able to see the score, but you can see the actual details behind your credit. And that can make a big difference because it's really the, you know, it's, it's, it's the behind the scenes of what's going on. So you can understand how you can better your score. So when you're checking your credit report, if you've never checked it before, 
you really want to take a close look at the delinquent accounts. Those are going to be listed at the top of your report. And hopefully you don't have any, but if you do, you want to make sure those belong to you. And then from there, you're going to go down to the accounts in good standing. Again, a lot of people don't even look at those because they're like, well, there are accounts in good standing, but that is a big mistake. You're going to want to look at the accounts in good standing. I have had this happen to me. I had somebody uh, use my credit and there was an account in good standing, but it didn't belong to me. And so I didn't want it on my credit report and I contacted the credit bureau and got it removed. So just make sure everything makes sense to you. Uh, Just a reminder, there are three credit bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And if you find something on there that isn't yours legitimately, you can dispute it online with one of these credit bureaus ASAP. And I would highly suggest that you do that right away because it can take a little bit of time for them to kind of get it off your credit report and for your score to really rebound and do a lot better. But if you're trying to figure out how to get your score where you want it to be, there are a couple things to think about. To raise your credit score, number one, big, big thing, just commit to paying your bills on time. If you haven't signed up for auto pay, it's a great way to do it. I have all my bills on auto pay. Of course, you got to make sure that you can actually afford to have your bills on auto pay, but I'm really forgetful. Like I'm terribly forgetful, even though I know how important this stuff is. And I just had to say, you know what, I've got to put everything on auto pay so I don't risk not paying a bill on time. So that's number one. Number two, equally important is to reduce the amount of credit that you have, that you're using, I should say, to 30% of your available credit. So it's a ratio between available credit and credit used. That number right there, that single number, that 30% number has such power with your credit score. In fact, you can skyrocket your credit score all by yourself. Anywhere from usually 50 to, I've seen like 100 plus points when people actively work to pay down their credit that they're using to under that 30% magical mark. And the closer and closer you get to 30% of credit that you're using versus your available credit, you're going to start to see your score tick up, tick up. And usually those with lower credit scores will really see a dramatic difference in your credit score uh, when you're working this principle. I don't know There are tons of like articles online you've probably seen on Instagram and Twitter of people who are sharing stories of kind of how they magically turned around their credit and even people who have used, you know, credit repair specialists. And there aren't a lot of secrets really when it comes to your credit score, except these two puppies paying your credit or paying your bills, I should say, on time and keeping your available credit to this Um, 30% marker, so the credit used versus credit available, keeping it to that 30% ratio. Those two little tricks right there are 65% of your credit score. So it's not that the other factors, and there's five factors in your credit score, it's not that the other factors don't have an impact. They do, but they don't have as dramatic of an impact as these two particular items. So if your credit score isn't where you want it to be, or you just want to have a little boost in your score for the summer, you know, look at your credit report, look at your uh, available credit versus credit used and see if you can figure out a way to pay down some of that debt in order to really boost up your credit score. 
So a couple other things I just want to talk through really quickly about on kind of your summer money checklist. Uh, we all forget about our 401k. Those of us who have a 401k, um, you know, you just go through the year and your 401k is there and you know that money's going into it, but you're not really thinking about it. So it's just easy to neglect. But the summer is a great time to just start thinking about your 401k. Give it a little love. You know, if you haven't done this before, figure out how risky you want to be. Make sure that the funds that you're invested in actually match up with how risky you want to be. There are a ton of online quizzes that you can take where you can find out your risk tolerance. But all of that's really important because you want to make sure that, you know, your portfolio and what you're putting your money in, it's a reflection of who you are. There are also, you know, robo-advisors. We talked about a lot of them. We've had a lot of them on the podcast, uh, you know, whether it's Betterment or Wealthfront. We've talked about Bloom. They've been on the podcast many times that are kind of this amazing service. I really honestly... I don't get paid from them. I don't, there's no reason that I should suggest them, except I haven't found anything like this for your 401k. It's 10 bucks a month. They go in, they help you select the funds that are going to match up with your risk tolerance that are low cost. It is the most cost effective way to have somebody who is an expert in this help you select a portfolio to maximize your investment. So if you haven't checked out Bloom, I really suggest doing it. It's just, I just think they're like in a league of their own. Um, you know, if you're a freelancer and you don't have access to a 401k, you don't need to freak out. You can easily open up a IRA or a Roth IRA, again, through these companies, Betterment, Wealthfront, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, like you name it, they all have options for freelancers, for self-employed to set up uh, all sorts of different funds. And I would say, you know, the thing to think about your 401k is, since last summer, have you gotten a raise? Or if you're a freelancer, are you making more money? If the answer is yes, think about giving yourself a raise in your 401k or your IRA, even just a percentage, just one percentage point raise of money that you're um, contributions that you're making into this fund, it's going to make a big difference and you're going to really thank yourself down the line. That I know for sure. Um, a last thing I want to talk to you about is one of these concepts that is kind of boring and it has to be on the summer money checklist, but most people are like, man, I don't want to deal with that, but it's really important. And we don't think about this. So it's the, it's the idea of making sure that your beneficiaries for all the different money stuff you got are in place, meaning that the money that you want, that you're saving, that you're either bought a life insurance policy for or money in your in your investment accounts or your 401k, um, all of these places where you are storing money or that you're paying for will actually go to the right people that you want them to go to if something were to happen to you. Now, it may seem ridiculous. You might be like, well, of course I would choose the beneficiary that I want, but you would be really, really surprised. Um, I had a friend a couple of years ago who had, <laughs> I always caution against this, but he had actually named his girlfriend as his beneficiary on his life insurance policy and on his 401k. And unfortunately, he got in a really bad accident and he passed away totally unexpectedly and completely out of the blue. He didn't have a will or anything like that. And he had 
just gotten married a few months before that. And you know where the story's going. He had not changed his beneficiary, so they were still his ex-girlfriend. And so, of course, you have no recourse. Like, you have, you can't, you can't argue that because it's, when you're named the beneficiary, it will pass directly to you. So the money went directly to the girlfriend and the wife tried to do all sorts of things to convince the girlfriend that, you know, the right thing to do, which really was obviously the right thing to do, was to give her, the wife, the money. And the girlfriend didn't do it. The girlfriend was like, no, you know, he named me his beneficiary. This is who he wanted. And so, you know, I get the money. And so it was a sad story. And it is a sad story. And I'm not laughing about it. I'm just, it's it's one of those stories that are just like, it, this can't be true. So it's just a word of caution. Just take a look at your beneficiaries. If you have a life insurance policy, just take a quick little peek. If you have life insurance policy through work, uh, your 401k, your IRA, your Roth, any of these types of investment accounts, look at who you've set up as your beneficiary. If you haven't named one, make sure you name one because otherwise it's ridiculous. Um, But make sure that the one you named is actually who you would want to receive that money. And again, I know this sounds, you know, a bit trivial, but these are kind of the the money tasks to be thinking about over the summer that aren't going to make you want to run and hide that, you know, they're small yet really important to-dos that you can you can totally accomplish in 10 minutes or an hour here and there. And before you know it, the whole list is going to be completed. And there are lots of other things. There are a million other things you could add. I mean, I could also add like negotiating one of your bills so you got more cash and then you can put that cash to work towards some of your other goals. There's so many different things that you can add to your money to-do list. So make it your own, come up with some things, make them small, make them easy to accomplish. So you're going to feel motivated to, you know, stay on top of your, of your money. And, you know, before you know it, you're going to find a rhythm that really works for you. And that's, what's going to make this stuff approachable and something that you actually want to follow through with. All right, so it's my birthday and the celebration of America, 4th of July. Yes. And so I thought it would be fun to have- Not on the same day, but uh, in, the, the same in, the, in the same week, so. Yes, I thought it would be fun to have why Jeff- did, Why did your voice get get deeper there? I'm not sure. Oh, well, that's my voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is your voice. So anyway, I was saying that it would be fun to have you on the podcast and do a little lightning round of questions that I don't know what you're going to ask me, but- Hopefully people get to know me a little bit better, maybe? You'd, you'd think it'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> then then, then you did that and went, oh, wait a second. Now, all of a sudden, our, our listeners dropped off and went, oh, my God, no. What, what, what are we doing here? No, they they want to hear. They want to hear the answers, yeah, we, I'm sure. Yeah, you want you, you guys want to get to know Shauna, don't you? I want to get to know Shauna. <laughs> I don't, mm, it's, 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 I don't o- know. It's only been five years of marriage almost, so. Yes. The, the, yes. That contract's being renewed in five in, in, in a few months. So Yes, we joke that every anniversary we uh we have this to, is not true, but we joke that every anniversary well, we have to um 
Re- we, renew our contract. Renew our contract. Yes. Well, I renew it. I, oh, I just make sure you're doing everything good and everything. So. Yes. Because uh, um, that, that doesn't sound sexist or anything. <laughs> Misogynistic or anything like that. So. No, absolutely. Yes. So, uh, so you want to do some lightning round? Yes, let's do it. Because we do the lightning round a lot sometimes, you know, with, with other interviews and stuff like that. So we thought we'd turn the tables and uh, do it on your, your wonder, our wonderful host here. So. I'm ready, I think. Uh, you're ready, you think. <laughs> and 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 the funny thing is, too, we kind of do this as well, too, that I always uh, joke with Shauna about, uh, you know, well, what if my last name was this? Because my name All is... All the time, <laughs> My, my last name is already a, a strange last name, which is now your last name as well, too. Uh, all kinds of things. Like, what if I wore this to the first date? You know, it's it's kind of a caddy game we play. Um, but it's, or fine. it's stupid. It's, it's, I don't it's, know. Or or very intelligent. Yes, I'm not sure that. Would so be we kind of we kind of play this game anyway. So uh, so so this is natural. This stuff. So this right. is just like us sitting around our our kitchen table and and our our, our kitchen table studio and uh, being a little wacky. Yeah, exactly. All right. So first question in lightning round. Shauna birthday lightning round here. Um, what was the last song you listened to? Um, I don't know the name of it. <laughs> I started listening Which, to you. This is, this is par for the course all the time. I started listening to that. Uh, I'll describe a movie and she'll go, wait, what movie is that? Wait, what do we have on Netflix? Yeah. Hey, what's on Amazon? Well, the have, same movies we have all the time. Well, I don't remember the titles of that. I have a bad memory about yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, she remembers all the important stuff. I remember all the dumb stuff. So. <laughs> Um, it was that uh, that Johnny sing Swim it, album it. that you put on my on my uh, playlist, but I don't remember the I don't know the name on of the your songs. on your playlist or your oh no on my Apple uh, Music. Okay, all right. So so was it on a playlist or or no? It was was it the uh, new one with Drew Holcomb? It no, it was on his album. Okay, okay. Johnny Swim. Yes, Johnny Swim is a a duo, a husband and wife duo. So. Yes, but I, I don't remember okay. what it was. Okay, well, that's good. Johnny Swim, that's good. It was a good song. It was very were, good were, song. were you grooving to it? Uh, well, I don't know the lyrics, okay. so it was the first time I was listening, okay. but um, All right. it was it was enjoyable. Okay. Well, you, you need to listen to them more. They're, they're really good. So, uh, Okay, so next question. Uh, is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal cracker cookies? <laughs> to an, animal, an, I'm sorry. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? No. Why would it be wrong? <laughs> it's not an animal in a cracker. It's just a cookie that looks like an animal. But I can understand where a vegetarian might find offense. I am not one. But who doesn't love animal cracker cookies? <gasps> Well, the animal. What's what's the difference between animal crackers and animal cracker cookies? Because this says animal cracker. I didn't come up with these questions, by the way. I found these on oh. the on the interweb. So, um, I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, don't, maybe I mean, I, did I, McDonald's. I, yeah. Remember when McDonald's? This is dating me, but remember when McDonald's used to have the animal crackers in the in the um, what's it called? In the Happy Meals. In the Happy Meals. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. They they now they have apples and. Good stuff for kids and milk and all that kind but of stuff. But maybe they were called animal cracker cookies. Well, there's, there's cookies and then I think there's crackers. 
I oh, think. Yeah. I think. They think that I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not hip to my animal cracker cookie uh, dialogue there. Um, but I think maybe if you don't want to eat the shape of an animal, maybe it's well, it's yeah, offensive. Okay. I, I guess. See where that would be offensive. I guess. Yeah, but that that seems like a very politically correct kind of uh, question. So that's why I picked that one. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, okay, so um, next question is: What was your first celebrity crush? Oh gosh! Um, and you first, can't say animal crackers. My first celebrity crush. It's very, very embarrassing. Was Kenny Rogers? <laughs> and why was it Kenny Rogers? Um, because I had watched his movie The Six Pack, right? Yeah, and I. Well, Which is actually know. a really great movie. Diane Lane and Anthony Michael Hall, or young Anthony Michael Hall from Sixteen Candles, if you don't know who that is. <laughs> it was just, I guess, I really don't know, but something about his, his beard, his hair, and his songs. I really, I honestly have no clue. Did you Did you really enjoy his chicken later on, the Kenny Rogers <laughs> chicken? And and are are you in love with Kenny Rogers' new face, or do you like his old face better? <laughs> Um, I have not had a crush on Kenny Rogers since that mm-hmm. time, and I was probably five right. or six. Right. But what, what I don't know. I don't know. What why. was the other reason why you, you, you liked Kenny Rogers? Because <laughs> because <laughs> I went backstage at his concert in Texas and my parents told him that I had a crush on him and they made me this sounds really bad. They made me sit on his lap and kiss him. <laughs> sounds bad, but it was no. Very it doesn't sweet sound like, <laughs> like you should be having you know a me too moment or anything like that at all. It wasn't anything yes. like that. It was. It's just... a little weird. It's a little weird that you're sitting on his lap, but he is kind of like Santa Claus. So my favorite thing about this is that. It, um, anybody who doesn't know Kenny Rogers is going, like, well, who the heck are you guys talking <laughs> well, about? They're going to Google it. <laughs> you have to I Google Kenny creep. Rogers, and and then and then also you have to look up Kenny Rogers' new face because it <laughs> looks completely different. So he's oh, he's had a little bit of work. So you know uh, he's, he's what he, he did. You know he did the Gambler song and, yes. and Islands in the Stream with Dolly Parton. What's and, the one about like? You gotta know when no, the whole that would be the gambler. That's the gambler. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, Lucille and yes, all the all the classic. He is he is a classic. So I think that's that's a good celebrity crush. I, I, I like that one. Yeah. So and and especially that you made out with Kenny Rogers. So that's, <laughs> I didn't make out. Well, okay, whatever. You know, you sat on his lap. So, uh, okay. So we love to travel. Um, yes. What is the place you would most want to travel? So, oh and you can gosh. only pick. So, this is the game we always play because I was for, for actually, well, do you only have two choices? Yes, you only have two choices. This a one, you place, only have one choice. A place one choice. that I have been to? No, a place that you have always wanted to most travel. So, it could be a place you've been to, but. Holy cow. Um, but you've been there, so. And you can't say Kenny Rogers' lap. <laughs> It's not going to be Kenny Rogers lap. Um gosh, it, this is a this is a impossible choice for me, but I would say Africa. And I've been there. You've been but there. I've not You've been, been there. everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so we narrow it down. It's a little bit of a big country. 
uh, no, but I haven't been. I've only been to two places in in Africa, so I don't really know. Okay, well, you've been but two, two so, of the okay. biggest places. South Africa South and Africa. Kenya. I'd love to go back to South Africa. Um, I'd love to go to Uganda. Hmm. Um, See the gorillas in yes. Uganda. I mean, I'd love to go back to Kenya, of yeah. course. Tanzania. Tanzania, Victoria Falls. Right. Um, or t- Tanzania for English uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the, we just watched something on the, was it the giraffe hotel in, right. in Kenya where the right. giraffes come and stick their right. head through the window while you're eating breakfast. Right. That, that's a I mean, we have to, we're for sure going there. Yeah, so I don't, Africa, I think, because it's mysterious, it's completely sort of out of your comfort zone, I guess, and... The people are so gracious and humble, right? And they don't have very much at all, and yet they're so happy. And it's just like it really hits you over the head, like the consumerism that we have. I mean, I of course remarked when I came back from Africa that everybody was that were living in the slums had satellite dishes and cell phones, which was weird to me. But but still, people are just so happy, and the land is beautiful. So I'd probably say that. Right. Well, it's not necessarily slums. They're just that's just how they live and stuff. So yeah, I it's mean, just, it just, it's just different. It's just different from us. So yeah, but that's an impossible right. choice because I would probably. Well, I mean, Africa. Africa. Yeah, there's there's there's, there's so much to see in Africa. So I mean, there's so much to even explore in Kenya and South Africa to go back and stuff. So yeah. so absolutely. So um, and that's I think I've shared this before too. That that I always joke with. Uh, my beautiful wife here that's just, hey, you know, that reminds me of the time where I went to Africa. And, oh, you haven't been to Africa yet, have you? Oh, yeah, that's right. No, I just don't. comes out of nowhere. It's like, mm, did I ever tell you the time was? Well, we were dating, so I remember you going to Africa. So, um, so yeah, she does it. She shoves it in my face all the time. Um, and in case you haven't realized, <clears throat> he is very sarcastic. So well, I do not. I not not but, really, but, you know. Uh, okay, so next question. So, um, again, I found this on, on the interweb. So, um, why can't we tickle ourselves? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a horrible question. <laughs> or you mean great. I'm glad you didn't ask that after Kenny Rogers. <laughs> um, I mean, you. I guess you can tickle did, yourself. Did, did he tickle you? No. Are you sure you don't okay, need to write a me, to me, me too tweet out? In the wrong direction here with this one. Um Kenny Rogers is going to sue us now. I don't know. I mean, have you ever tr- tried to tickle yourself? I, it doesn't really work unless well, somebody else tickles you. You can't like totally tickle yourself, but you could. You could like if you ever get like or like a sunburn or you're, or you're maybe hot or something like that, and you kind of like you could like do that on your body, like you know, on maybe part that's oh. the, you know like to cool yourself off or something like that. You could do that, so you can kind of like tickle your skin if you will but you can't like tickle why yeah why can't why, I, why is I don't, that there has to be a scientific thing there I think. probably is and i don't know what that is it's either a scientific thing or a mental thing yeah. <laughs> like, like 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 that's like, gross yeah. to tickle yourself or weird right or bizarre well maybe there'd be less depression in the world if we could tickle ourselves because you, you just start laughing and stuff there might be so you never know you know, we're, we're, we're changing lives here. We're changing the yes, world. We're talking about why about, we can't tickle yourself. About, about tickling ourselves. I think we, we should. So, uh, okay. So you are a big tea drinker. Um, you love going to also like a fancy uh, English Irish tea. What's your favorite tea that you'd like to drink? Oh, it's just green tea. I'm boring, but green tea is my favorite. It's like energy. 
and fat burning all in one. That's your go-to. You have have other ones too, right? Yeah. I love like turmeric tea or um, really any tea. I like the fruity teas, I think, better than like the – I'm not a coffee drinker, so anything that starts going in that realm doesn't really work for me. Well, what about the the big sweet tea that you get from McDonald's all the time? (laughs) He is uh, not telling the truth because I have not been to McDonald's in probably – 20 years? Nope, that's not true. We went to McDonald's oh. on my first, uh, yes. not not my first birthday, but our the first birthday we we celebrated together on was okay, way yeah. to San Francisco. I begrudgingly in, yeah. ate McDonald's. is just, I'm as fast food, I, I just. It's not your jam. It's not my jam. Um, But but you enjoyed then, right? Not and really. And then you secretly crave it all the time. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't think Kenny Rogers or McDonald's are going to be a sponsor on the, on the I podcast don't think anytime so. soon. So, uh, okay. So again, when we played this game before, and 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 just you and I personally, and you go, wait, there's only there's only one choice. Yes, there's only one choice. Oh, okay, give and, it to me. And you are a my wife is a sweet tooth fiend, mm-hmm. a junkie of I, I call her. She gets it from her mom. Mm-hmm. Cake or pie? Cake. Really? Yep. I got one choice. I'm going with cake. Really? I thought you totally would have said pie. It's fluffy, and you put frosting on it, and there aren't too many cakes. I will not eat, even if I don't like it. Except for that cake you ruined one time when you were making for my birthday. You were making it for something, right? Yes. And I ruined a cake, and I had a little moment. You had a meltdown, and then I (laughs) I ate the cake with my face then, right? You did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I I, I could have sworn you would have said pie. No. I mean, I'm a cake person too, but I like a good a good pie as well. But no, it's got to be cake. There's right. just nothing that I mean. Like I said, you can have bad cake and it tastes good. All right. Uh, okay, so we uh, to to we were just on a little bit of an eating plan for the last 21 days. You and I trying to get in shape, doing more yoga and all that kind of stuff like that. So we lost a little bit of pounds and getting into shape for summer and stuff. Um, so this one again, one choice here. You got one choice here. We're talking carbs, mm. bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes, and and potatoes could be French fries, so it could be any of these: ah. bread, pasta, mm. rice, or potatoes. Which carb are you going with? This is weird. <laughs> we're gonna there's be we're, two, we're gonna be here a while now. <laughs> there's two clear front runners for me between bread or potatoes. I always have tell people that in heaven, there's going to be unlimited French fries for me. So I think I'm going to have to go potatoes because, I mean, you've got twice baked potatoes. You've got, you know, tater tots. You've got French fries. You've got waffle fries. You've got sweet potato fries. Poutine got, fries. Oh, poutine fries. You've got regular potato. You've got potato chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just you can go all kinds of different potato chips too. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you got potatoes all gratin. Yeah. Plus, Oprah took all the bread, so so she loves bread. She's <laughs> she, she, I think does I, love bread. I, yeah, yeah. I I think she she has uh, she has trademarked bread. Yes. Oh, Oprah loves bread. So, um, but bread is that bread is like a close second, isn't it? Bread is very. And, it's, very, and it depends on where. I mean, if we're in Paris and some yes, like that, some place or some really great place, then yes, right, exactly. It's just like baguette, even dry yes. bread, I'll eat. I'm like, why am I eating this? 
because it's bread and it's good. I know. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, uh, we don't have one currently, but we're we're planning to get a new addition to the family. We uh, big dogs or small dogs? Big dogs. Why? Why big dogs? I don't know, but uh, and you're not talking about me, right? No. Um, I don't know. I just like. I mean, not not ginormous, not like greyhound dog, but greyhounds aren't that big. Maybe medium size. I know that wasn't a part of the question, but um, definitely I would go to big. You mean dogs. you mean like no, you know Marmaduke or no, 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 yeah, no. some giant Nothing horse dog. Ride. Yes, yes. Um. But the, I would say then, you know, bigger than small dogs. <laughs> right, right, right. Small small dogs, again, not your jam. No, I just, yeah, they're just not. I just want a dog I can go to the park with and cuddle with. and Right, and doesn't doesn't die when they're walking and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and you've narrowed it. We, so we don't have one. We have an imaginary dog. Um. <laughs> All the time we have, so have not gotten one. But you've narrowed it down to two dogs you like, right? Yes, the golden retriever. Two, two types of dogs, yes. Which I love, but they're very furry. So my nose probably wouldn't love, and my clothes because yeah. we have a lot of black clothes, and we we have allergies, and and yes. I mean, we're both allergic to cats. But uh, but oh, if you want to brighten your day, just look up golden retriever puppy. I mean, <laughs> hours of entertainment. Um, did you see the one I tagged you on Instagram today with her in the life life vest on the on the boat? I did. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and people are like listening. What the hell are they talking about now? <laughs> and the Bernadoodle, yeah. which is a mix of a Bernese Mountain Dog, which is beautiful, but again, furry dog, hmm. and a Poodle. So you kind of get the hypoallergenic, much better for us dog, and they look a little bit like a. Muppet dog, I guess yeah. we call him. But you just you just stole my joke there. Oh, sorry. Uh, but but it, no, it is like you you told me. I mean, Golden Retriever has always been the one I've always wanted to go to. It's, it's your classic dog. They're awesome. They're great. They're great puppies. And when you told me about that, I, I mean, Ber, uh, you know, Bernese dog is is really great. And uh, but a poodle, I was like, no, I don't want a poodle. Who wants a poodle? But you said they don't shred, shed and everything. It looks like a Muppet dog. It's uh, they are like the most adorable dogs, and they're supposed to be really good dogs too, right? Yes. 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 So yes. yeah, so so we, yeah, we still have we have to figure out like which one we really want and stuff. But but big dogs for sure is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. So let's maybe do like like one more. Like, what's your best last question? Okay, so last question here in our lightning round that maybe has not turned into so much lightning now. Um, if you had a DeLorean time machine and you're going to go back into time in, in one particular period of time. What period of time would you go back into Marty McFly? In my lifetime or ever? Ever. Ever. It's time. It's 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 the it's it's uh, you know the past and everything. So you can go any time. Um you can go back to the future in the fifties, back to future two in the future, <laughs> or you can go yeah, you can go to the future too, or you can go back to future three in the western times, you know, whatever. I think I would probably go back to like uh, probably like the early sixties, maybe, and only because not that that was such a great time in U.S. history, but um, uh, we're not in the best of times right now. So yeah, but I think because that was such a 
there were so many things that happened during right. that time. Right. It, and I know this sounds like weird, but it, I think it sort of felt like a loss of innocence time mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the U.S. Mm-hmm. And totally. I just wonder, like, what would that have felt like to, you know, be alive in that time? But also on the flip side, you know, to have kind of the music revolutions mm-hmm. and, um, you know, even just the, the dress. I mean, people, right. women still dressed up to go out and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it was. Um, if you went to ball games and boxing matches and stuff like that, people would dress up. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think I would probably go back to then just out of pure curiosity to, to see what the heck was going on. Yeah. That's a good, that's a, that's a good one. That's good. I thought maybe you would say the 1950s in Paris, but. Oh, that would probably be a good yeah, one, too. Yeah, but yeah. But I don't know. Those There's are good. lots of choices. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that that was it. That, that, that was all my questions I had. That was all your questions. Yeah. So yeah, all we have left to do is uh, we will have already enjoyed the Fourth of July. Yeah. So all we have left to do is say happy birthday. We no, okay, okay, everyone all together. Happy birthday to Shauna. Happy birthday to too? Shauna. Happy birthday to Shauna. Happy birthday to you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.